You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Gracie here with the Canopy Group Facts. The Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive agent writes in three years. How's that possible? We'll share some other facts to make you understand. Fact two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Fact three, the Canopy Group offers annual policies, not six-month policies, that leave you at risk for two premium increases per year. Fact four, the Canopy Group offers one deductible at claim time, not two, three, four, even more. Fact five, the Canopy Group will shop your home and auto insurance with their 16 companies every year. Captive insurance agencies can't do that because they only have one company. Now that you have the facts, it's time to get options. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Oh, fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, as you take a swig of that Diet Coke, once and it goes down, lunch, lot to discuss. A cheddar and bacon potato skin from TGF Friday. This should, be an, lunch. this should be an adventure. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> this that's show should good. be an adventure. Yes, uh, yes, we should be. Uh, Tuesday, Super Tuesday here today. Uh, Saints at six forty-three. They're probably going to get rained out. Twins at uh, six. Uh, Saints six thirty-seven. Twins. Is that what it is? Six forty. Hey, when when did the, I didn't go last night? When did the six forty game start? Did it start at six forty? Started at uh, six forty exactly. Is that First right? pitch, so, six forty. So in other words, when they're saying six forty, they're putting in the ten minutes of foreplay in the time. Yes. So in other words, it's it's six thirty to six forty. That's good then. Yep. That's good. We so really started you know, at six forty. You know what? I think, I think it's kind of a know. baseball trend. Looking at the games last night, uh, a yeah. lot of a lot of teams were starting at uh, you know six thirty or so. That's that's one way to solve your time of game problem. Just it start helps. earlier. Just start a half hour earlier, right? It helps a little bit. Yeah, and I think so. The Twins did that for the first couple months last year, and then I think in June went back to seven. Are we're we're staying at six forty now, right? Yes, all weekday night games. Weekday night. Okay. I think Friday might be seven ten. Okay. All right. And uh, Good. If, if they ever get the if Saturdays are then at six. I like being done. If we can get done before and 10 hits, I feel good about that it. That game last night went over three hours for no reason. It was three on the nose, according was to it the three yeah. on the nose. It was, three on. I think it was my bad, too. I think in the top of the fifth, I turned to uh, my girlfriend's stepdad and I said, hey, this game's moving. And then, yeah. and then it came to a screeching. I all. have been, uh, I've had objects thrown at me in the press box for saying yeah, stuff say like that. that. I don't say yeah. it in the press box. I say <laughs> it at home. Yeah, I know better than that. I know better than that. You should never yes. say that. Yes, and uh, the people get very upset uh, when you say that. But, you know, the Twins guys weren't throwing many pitches, Mm -hmm. right? They were moving right along. Now the starter for uh, Seattle threw a lot of pitches and and took some time. 91. Flex. They are on, they're not using the uh, wrist dealy boober the the Seattle's they're they're uh, putting down fingers. So Seattle's putting down fingers, Houston's putting down Boston's fingers. Boston's putting down fingers. Uh, Don't trust it. Quite a So the teams that cheated don't trust it cuz they know <laughs> it's going to get hacked. Yeah, could be, could be. Look like Gary was having a little more trouble with it than uh than the Jeffers has uh, last night, but you know, as far as he kind of had to get it up close to him and look at it. A lot of them are just, you don't even know they did it. Jeffers right? is very comfortable and, with it. And Fieldbar yes. had a problem getting it into like his hat. I yeah. thought it was an e- true earpiece. And Fieldbar no. had it on in like the side brim inside the it's hat. hat. Yeah. You know got what? It. He's got to go up an eighth. Yeah. He's got to go up an eighth. On oh, his and head. Hat. He's kind of got, uh, I think he's. I think he doesn't want to admit how big his head is, but. Uh, Why not? You know I what? I will. We have not properly appreciated what a phenomenal story he is. Out of baseball for four years, mm-hmm. basically going to be the pitching coach for South Dakota, right? Or South Dakota State, one of the two. His wife's an assistant basketball coach down there. No, Augustana, not even the 
Division two. He was going to be the pitching coach at Augustana, and he he had had a pretty good year in AAA, and the Twins gave him a invite to come to camp, and but he spent the whole winter working on velocity, you know, trying to change something so he could get it up to ninety four when he had to, and and basically he's a two pitch pitcher now. Throws a fastball, then he throws that sloppy curve at seventy miles an hour. Those are his. Those are his two pitches, and uh, it's uh, it's astounding. I mean, he's uh, they basically traded Rogers with the idea that uh, he and the other guy, who's a journeyman too, can be their lefties. Mm-hmm. They might have somebody show up here and there, and uh, and get another lefty in here. But uh, he's a phenomenal story because he was really good last year, and he's. You know, they're they're they ran him out there last night when it was still a close, you know, a yep. deep, reasonably close ball game. So, First reliever, yeah, and he uh, uh, he doesn't have immaculate control, but he's uh, he's a great guy too. I was I was talking to him after uh, the the opener and said you, I, when he got in the game, he got in the opener, right, or was it? The, yeah, he got in the opener, and I said. Are you ready for 70? And he said, what? I said, well, you pitched in 56 last year, but you're going to pitch in 70 this year with two lefties. He said, I don't think so, because he pointed out that the the, the division is really right-handed. So it's not, it's not like hmm. it's not like you can yeah. pick out an inning and there will be two lefties, so you, you bring the guy in. Uh, that's he said. I He says, we, that's 76 of our games. That's almost half of our games, and there's not a lot of – we got to get the lefty in to face this guy hitters in the, in the division. Now Detroit just got one probably in Meadows and Detroit kind of changed something, but uh, uh, he, he pointed that out. But uh, it, I, I, we were talking earlier today. I was a little amazed at Bundy cause it didn't look like they were like off the, you know, it didn't look like they were on the edge pitchers. It looked like he was just throwing Strikes, right? Yeah. He's throwing strikes, throwing 91, 92. But he was effective. What the heck? I'm not holding my breath there yet. Like, I think this is a nice start, but I'm curious yeah. oh, to see yeah. how oh, this I am plays. Too. I am too. And Seattle, for an extended period. Seattle is really optimistic. But you look at the lineup yep. and you say, well, we don't know about the kid yet. You know, the Rodriguez. And he's the one reason they're optimistic is him. Yes. Correct. And then... Uh, Hannigan is, you know, he'll hit some home runs, and they got uh, they got a couple other, uh, you know, they got they got some decent players. Suarez is a strikeout machine. Yeah, he's a, he, yeah, he's gonna be awesome. He hit one ninety nine last year. Yeah, he is not good. He'll hit some home Winker runs. Winker, I like. Yeah, Winker is good, but Winker but I like. Suarez is yeah. uh, is uh, he hit thirty one home runs, but the you know, you you hit those same balls in in uh, Seattle, and it's probably twenty two. Yes, you know. Instead oh, of, Cincinnati's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. The Great American Small Park, as they say, <laughs> they always say. You know that that yeah. and Yankee Stadium are both ridiculous porches. Yeah, Yankee Stadium is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. <laughs> uh, no, it really is. I mean, you hit yeah, a fly, you pop it you, up, you, you mm-hmm. pop up to right center. Oh, yeah. It's a home run, and I mean, it's done wonders for. I tell you who's going to miss it if he thinks he's going to go someplace else, Aaron Judge. How about him turning down 35? Yeah, 30, well, yeah. Or 30, 30, right? 30 yes. a year for eight years. He's 30. I know. He's 30 years old. Nobody's going to give him that deal. I wonder what he thinks he's going to get. I, I don't know. He's, the I pool holes deal is dead. The 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, hey, here's 10 years till you're 40 is dead. Yeah, well, the Yankees, nobody else is going to go eight. He might get thirty. He might get an extra five million a year, but he's only going to get it for five years. He's not going to get it for eight. Yeah. Plus, I think the, they're smart enough now to know that uh, uh, you know you get him out of Yankee Stadium. A lot of those fly balls are out that he hits the right field. So I don't know. I watch. I watched their the, their ninth inning. Yes, a couple of days ago, Jake Diekman was finishing for Boston. Mm-hmm. Lefty. I was trying to find it on Twitter because during the, I think during the 60 game mini season, I was on the twins to get Jake Diekman because he was floating around 
and they didn't do it. Now he's closing for the Red Sox. Now Matt Barnes is He was Oakland at one point, right? Yeah, Oakland? he kicked around, he but Oakland? he left he with good stuff. But he struck out Judge on about 12 pitches, and then Stanton on three pitches, and then he struck out uh, Joey Gallo. probably took a half hour to play the, ha- the Joey Gallo. half inning. Uh, yeah, you know, I really do think most pitchers are working faster. The pitchers are working faster, I Good. think, with the with the mechanical thing, but uh, the computerized thing. But the game still the, there are so many pitchers being used. Right. What were the time of games last mm-hmm. night? Look at the box scores. Here. I see, think. See if we got them. Down what could we back. save if we gave them three pitches instead of eight when they arrived? What could we save? Think, yeah. Could we save a minute and a half each time? How about Two this? Minutes? How about this, too? Pitching changes are triggered from the dugout, so you don't have the whole thing of everyone yeah, going out true. there. That's true. And then they get three pitches. They've been warming up the entire time. Yes. Three and, pitches, you get a feel for the mound. And the other thing is, yes, you get you, you, you know, but the managers are never going to go for that. They want to go out and ask the guy how he feels. You know, how do you, you know, you got you to ask the guy how he feels. Yeah. And then you need to get the rest of the infield in there for the joining the uh, two-minute discussion before you do what you know you were going to do, right? Nine nine games, nine box scores I see in the Star Tribune. How many three hours? Eight. Eight. Including one a, under three, huh? Yep, there's a 250 between Detroit and Boston, three to one. And in Colorado, Texas, went 10 innings and lasted 401. Okay, that's a little long. That's a little <laughs> you long. think? That's a little long for ten when we're still putting the runner on second base. Yeah, true. And uh, but uh, but uh, you know, we're, uh, three ten mm-hmm. is the new three hours. Anything, anything under three ten, three ten or less, you can serve. You can live with it. Okay. You know, don't yeah. you think? It's yeah. Uh, we got. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's yeah okay. Yeah, you know, three, three didn't feel bad. Three no. Twins was announced three, at three, no, and it actually, I thought to myself, yeah. that didn't feel too bad. No, it's the only. Uh, and the other thing is, if you're a writer on deadline, the six forty start helps you. You know, you can absolutely. You could make the early run with what the final score was, which is always a benefit, right? Yeah, it's not not it's always to, a benefit. This game was in progress when the Star Tribune went to press. Yeah, we we don't do that. We don't no. even do that anymore. We I ignore don't. it. But uh, <laughs> tonight now. That's going to be a bit of a problem. 830 tip. 40. Well, you know what? Five. Well, welcome to welcome to the Midwest, where when your team, either in hockey or basketball, makes the playoffs, you get the West Coast assignment. Yes, you do. And I was told by Alan Horton yesterday when I ran into him yep. that they have to start by 845. Okay. But they give them... It's supposed to be 835, yeah. even though they say 830. Yep. It's supposed to be 835, yep. but they give them, they give TNT 10 minutes okay. to finish the other one. Then they got to start it, or T, yeah, T, TBS, right? TBS. TNT. TNT. Okay, that's uh, Cleveland to Brooklyn and then, at 6 our time. And okay. Then and if they're still playing at 845, they will run a line and say that uh, the. TBS, so you can see the NBA start TV of, or something. Yeah, start, okay. start of the game and somebody else. But yeah, it can be, it can be allegedly they got to be having the jump ball at 845. But a, a good NBA game now with uh, six reviews in the last two minutes, they go two and a half. Yeah. They go two and oh, a half. Oh, in a playoff now. game? Yeah. Yeah. Throw or a, a play little, in. And uh, I think he told me they get an extra uh, minute. TNT too for the playoffs. I think he told me that the in the the, the commercial break or the timeout break is mm-hmm. is like a minute longer. So yeah, but now it's it's a two and a half hour game minimum. So that game tonight won't end. Let's say it starts at eight forty five. Yeah, twelve ten. That's twelve ten, right? Or eleven. Eleven ten. Yeah, won't be over at eleven ten. Won't be over at eleven ten. Well, and if if they make the playoffs now, there's a very good chance though that the ordinary tip. Here will be 845. You know what? Basketball, in addition to these stupid-ass reviews every time somebody tips a ball out of bounds that we get in college, you know what their number one problem is? Timeouts. We should not. Oh, they only have three timeouts left, they're saying. With a two, you should get 
to a half. To a half. This whole notion of, uh, okay, uh, you know, there's 3.1 seconds to go. They got two timeouts left. This game, I mean, it's ridiculous. We don't, because those aren't the commercial, those aren't the planned commercial breaks, right? Those are the additional commercial breaks. When you, well, it depends. Now, NBA makes you take a timeout. Yes, because to trigger commercial breaks. Yeah, twice a quarter. Each team in each quarter has to call one. But at the end of the game, there should not be this ungodly yes. number of timeouts. No. I mean, it's, 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 Did they take one away a couple of years ago? I don't Or is that college? That. Not in college. College gave college you that automatic TV one, though. Right, 16, but college, 12, 8, they took college one. I think, took one away from each team at some point in the last couple of years. That ain't enough. No, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah it drives me I crazy. Mean, it's, it's, well, and the reviews are my th- are, th- that's what gets me. In, in the arena, it's worse than at home. At home, you can change channels, right? Yeah, yeah. It is. It is amazing, though. At the uh, an NBA game that's close down to the stretch, you can watch two sports events at one time. You can just you know mm-hmm. click and come back three minutes later, and they're just coming out of their timeout. You can you can watch a baseball game and come back and uh, or if they're trying to see if it was a flagrant yeah, one, yeah, right, flagrant one, yeah. Anytime anybody goes like this now, uh, is it a flagrant one? No, is he bleeding and laying on the floor? Then it's a flagrant one. If they have to stretch him if, off. It's if a flagrant somebody one. kicked him in the face and you saw it, that's a flag a flagrant one. Was what they had in Indianapolis, right? Or in the palace, the malice at the palace. Yeah, that's, Indian, a, yeah. that's, that's a flagrant one. When you yes. kick the crap out of each other and then go in the stands. That's, a, the that's thing, a flagrant one. A flagrant one, you know it when you see it live. Yes. You yeah. don't need to go back uh, and dissect it. And pray that you saw somebody going like that's this. That's like yeah. saying, is that porn? You know porn when you see porn. You know a flagrant one. You don't need to dissect it as far as, I don't know That's what that. people tell me about porn. I couldn't really <laughs> confirm that. So people, um, that's what people have told me through the years. Oh yes, that's God. true. All right. Hey, I had a topic beyond the twins and the wolves are the big topics. I believe, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Yep. Even though Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, yeah, the Vikings are the favorites to win the NFC North. The Packers, Rodgers is coming back reluctantly. They took Devontae away from him, yeah. who's his favorite other player. He's going to be pouting. He has no receivers. They have lost a lot of people because of their ungodly cap problem. Uh-huh. And these guys have managed to kick the cap problem down the road, and they've improved themselves. I mean, we're all saying they're doing the same thing they did. Well, like Thielen is celebrating that he got a three-year deal. I got news for him. He's down the road after this is his last year, right? Yes, uh, probably. They're going to pay you whatever it is and get rid of you, probably, unless he has a good year. But because they're going to have to come to Jesus on their cap here one of these years, right? Although it keeps going up. Mm-hmm. But the Vikings have gotten better, and the Packers have gotten way worse, I think. They've lost all kinds of guys. They don't have a receiver. They're going to have to – When how I am shocked that uh, Rodgers came back without a guarantee that his man, Devontae. He called Devontae the best football player he'd ever played with. He supposedly signed off on his departure. Well, who, who who's he going to throw it to? The guy with the pass dropper that's fast, they lost him too, right? Yeah, to the Chiefs. Yeah, who brought him in after they got rid By the way, dumbest trade ever made, Miami. Giving up that much for Tyreek Hill. Well, yeah, that's probably... What do, what do they think they're going to... What do they think that's going to do? You know, it's it's great to have a fantastically fast receiver when you have Patrick Mahomes making plays. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, they've they've seemingly put all this pressure on Tua to prove he's going to be great. I don't think he's going to be great. That's the other thing. And then he ain't running. Teddy around might play. He ain't running around. And, well, yeah, that would really be a waste of time. If Bridgewater, because Tyreek, I mean, they they throw a lot of short passes to Tyreek, but they. That's the Andy Reid offense that stretches out the entire field, yeah. and then then you can hit him with. 
But if if Tyreek wants to run past somebody more than 25 yards and Teddy's the quarterback, you're out of luck. One of the worst long passers in history. I've been saying for two years, though, Pat, that I expect the Packers to finally, you know, bottom out. Yes. Rodgers isn't happy. They've won 26 games in the past yeah, two, two years. So they don't win the playoffs. But. They have. But, you know, they're, they keep losing guy. They've lost. Now, they did bring back some of their – they ran back uh, our guy, Devontae, and they, they brought back some of their linebackers, but – I don't know. I, I, you know, they're not getting better, and we're, plus they got a draft. What way down at the end? Yeah. Oh, and, this, I, and by the way, this division could be awful. Yeah. The Bears. I'm. You know, the I was thinking the team that could win it by going nine and eight. Yeah. The Bears, if Fields can play. Yes. But we don't know that. And there was also, no indication to me last year that Fields can play. Yes, and the Bears have also, though, made enough moves to purposely try and be bad that I'm not sure that they... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why, they don't, why do they want to be bad? Draft picks, strip it down. See, I mean, I, I think that they see the opportunity here with a new coach and GM to potentially build back up. Like, it's the opposite of what the Vikings think. Well, so in other words, I didn't realize the Bears were doing that. I, I thought they... they traded, I thought Mac they, to the Chargers. Yeah, well, they did. Mac was, but he gets hurt all the time. Yeah, he was a, you know, that was that was a good move to get rid of him. But uh, yep. Uh, and the the Lions, uh, the coach is insane, and they're the Lions. So, I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's sitting there now because you know if you win ten, you're going to win the division. I think. Prob- I, I just probably yeah. I'm not a pack. You know, I love Rogers, and I'm not a Packer basher, but I just. Think they keep getting worse. I've been waiting for them to fall off. Yes. Until they fall off, now I'm done predicting their demise. I really thought this. Well, past what have year they added? Tough. Have they I added know. anything? No, not really. Um, no, we, these guys signed four or five players. I don't know if they're any good, but uh, you know, Smith. If Smith's healthy, that's a hell of a signing. Yes, if he can stay healthy. They got rid of Anthony. They got rid of Barr. That's a good. Move. And no one signed him. Nobody signed him. No. You think unless Zim, unless Zim as a consultant can talk Belichick into it, uh, maybe uh, he's in. when's Zim going to talk? When are we going to hear from Zim? Uh, that is uh, somebody got to go down to the, somebody who gets along with them's got to go down to the ranch, don't they? Yes, and, let, and that's a small and, list, Pat, and then kind of make a dinner at his place, uh huh, and get the wines in him, <laughs> yeah, and tell him. Yeah, Jim. This is, well. Don't worry. This is semi off the record, but if it's too good, you know, you just you just run it anyway, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's no. He's, he, you know, he wants to go after Spielman bad. Oh yeah. Oh, I think... he's got the good looking girlfriends already done it, right? Yes. She's already ripped Spielman. And they are. You know, it's incredible. But if you listen now, the players have clearly been told to blame Mike. Oh yeah. Yeah, you you would have thought he was the devil. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it is. A, it it's it's embarrassing. I didn't defend it. Mike, but my God, he's not completely at fault for everything that went wrong. No, that's dude. That's almost PR. Yeah, yes, I think it's almost. PR. I think it's crazy. And the Wilfs decided we're going to make Mike the bad we're gonna guy. Make Mike. Yeah, that's true. Uh, very sad news out of Winter Park, though. Our guy Bobby Hagan oh. uh, is going into retirement, right? Uh, yes. Is he going to be out there for another year and then go into retirement? Yeah, I think he's got, what, he got a historian. He got a historian title, and then he's going to retire or leave. Oh, so, but he's out of the he's he's out of the community. He's not the guy that's introducing the coach at the. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know what they're going to do. Jeff Anderson's got that job. He's going to be a more public presence, right? Yes. Yeah, Jeff's a good good guy too, but. Yeah, I'm curious to see what Jeff's they do. Jeff's a little more sensitive. Yeah, that's probably I've, true. I've, seen Jeff, about, yeah. I've seen Jeff. I've gotten some responses from Jeff that indicate sensitivity. <laughs> Unlike Hagen, who would just roll with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, well, the, the, the secret of Bobby Hagen's success, in addition to being a great guy, was he never told anybody anything. He never leaked yeah. anything to anybody. That, yeah, that's true. That could be traced back to him. I was going to say, Sid had to get some scoops. Yeah, but not anything. Not anything that would 
not anything that the management would not like to see mm-hmm. in public. You know, mm-hmm. he was, he was, he was great. You could go out, you have one of his pizza joints with him, sit there, talk for an hour. A lot of fine stories about what used to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, what has happened in the past. Yep. But nothing, nothing that was worth reporting about his team. Yeah. That, that, they, they wouldn't have wanted to see it in the paper. That was the secret of surviving. If you could survive Denny Green and the paranoia that was out there then, yep. you can survive anything. Well, he, when did Bobby start? Late 80s? Yeah, I think he's, he's been there 30 years. So I think it was right about when Denny started. Because he had Denny. I think he'd been around. Ticey. Childress. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. That, uh, Zimmer? In, in that in that occupation that uh and three owners yeah three uh yeah you're right uh well remarkable mike must have had him no maybe maybe he wasn't there for as an intern for remarkable mike or something but he was uh you know he had roger who was paranoid and that crew. and that was the gang of 10 right yeah, it was a gang of 10, but Roger was, right. you know, running around with a coaching whistle thinking he was making decisions. And then, uh, and then you had Red and then you, and, and now these, these guys who are a little paranoid about what they read too. But, uh, Red, I'm watching the Spurs the other night. They're honoring Red. Yep. 94 before the game, Red came out and gave him a wave. And, uh, Red is, uh, I, I don't know how he's doing. They said he was going to make it, and he made it, I guess. So, 94. 94, huh? 94, yeah. So, when what he was saying purple pride, purple pride, purple pride, he was uh, 70 by then. Yeah. Huh? When, when, when did he buy it? Late 90s, right? Did he buy it in 98? Yeah, because uh, Tom, Tom Clancy fell through, yes. and then Red bought it. Yes, and uh, I, I told the story again. I've told it many times. I told it on Twitter again. That uh, remember, he was here for ten days and wouldn't shut up. He was down every stop in every town. Purple pride, purple pride, purple pride, purple yep. pride. And I finally wrote, "Red, go home. You know, get. We're sick of this nonsense. I don't know why. I'd have to go back and look what it is. But basically, said, get on, get on that private jet and go home and leave us alone for a month or something. You know, that summer." And ten thirty that morning, phone rings. This is still, you know, the obviously the home phone. Right. And uh, uh, Patrick, yes, uh, would you hold for Mister McCombs? And I'm saying, sure. <laughs> and I'm expecting him to say, "You jackass" or something. He says, "Patrick, I want you to know." Right now, I'm on the way to the airport. I'm taking your advice. I'm going home. I'm taking your advice, oh, and God. I and I said, "Well, that's good, Red, because we're sick of listening to you or something." And uh, and then I said, "When he when I hung up, I said, that guy's smart. Yep, <laughs> that guy's smart. He he disarms you, and oh, uh, God, he's great. not. Yeah, it was. I said that's why he's got a billion, and I'm." Hoping I my check don't bounce. You, know. you think about the nineties, right? Yeah. You had Norm. Oh God, yeah. Who was evil, but yeah. he's still a complete character. Mm-hmm. You had Red. Yes. You had cheap that you had Carl winning World Series and then and then becoming cheap Carl. Yep. He had no personality. Har- Harvin Marv who built the Harvin Marv. building and couldn't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Harvin Marv or I mean Marv was He's a say anything grumpy guy, mm-hmm. you know. Who would Harvey? You know, was Harvey was a great guy. Harvey's the guy that said, you know, buying this team, Marv made me a millionaire. I used to be a multi-millionaire <laughs> <laughs> building the Verita and stuff because Marv dragged him along, you know. So, yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, a bit different to, to say the least. So, anyhow, uh, quite the. Uh, we got quite the uh, sports. There's a lot of. You think we got too much optimism in town here right now? It's, we got the Wild going to have a Stanley Cup run. We got the Wolves, who I know Mackey wants Finch to be the coach of the year. I'd have a hard time endorsing that, but certainly an improvement. And uh, you know they could 
It, it isn't it typical of the, uh, the Wolves, though, that in the year that you make the playoffs for the second time since 2004, you don't actually make the playoffs? Yeah, how about Finish that? And, and you're in a playoff spot. That's yeah. the thing is, it's not the 9 or 10. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it was 9 or 10. It's the 7. It's seventh. You were so seventh. you don't get to go to the playoffs. last time, even though they won one, one more game, you were 8th. Yep. And playing one. Yep. You get seventh to play memory. We should I think it's stupid. The playing thing? Oh God, it's stupid. Yeah, but it's it's a direct product of the Wolves and and Denver here, the Butler year. Because they saw how great that game was. The, yeah, the play eight, nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they said we gotta cut it's yeah. the same thing baseball mm-hmm. saw that one what was that two thousand twelve? The last game in the 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 Last regular, the last regular season game, which was what? But there was also in the that, dome. But there was also the night that the Rays were playing yeah, and Dan yeah, Johnson. They had that, yeah, that last. And weekend. they said we got to recapture this as much as we can. So they just created something. And to now do they it. got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Now they got rid of it. Created more. Now they got teams. rid of the one game uh, wild yep. card. But apparently, I, I didn't realize this. I guess I should have realized it. But uh, an incredible amount of TV money mm-hmm. in baseball and probably in all sports is attached to playoff games. So, oh, yeah. So what is the... That's what baseball makes third. What is your answer? More playoff games. Yes. You, the ratings won't be good, but they won't be as bad as they are for Sunday night ESPN where they're right. where they're tied with cornhole, you know. Yeah, uh, good game of cornhole, right? <laughs> one and a half percent or something. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it, it drives us old-timers crazy, but there's nothing we can do well, about it. Well, you used to go right to the World Series. Yes, I loved it. And you, you know, you used to say, and we used to, when we were, we didn't have social media to badmouth everybody and and say the only thing that counts is rings and that crap. Hey, we finished third. We had a good year. You yep. know, first, you know, the second year, the Twins finished third, and the third year, they finished second. We were excited as hell. They were, one, one year, they were only five games behind the Yankees. We were happy. Yep. And, and now you, you know, now we're uh, I, I, uh, instant gratification. I guess you can't, uh, you can't, you can't say, yeah, that's a good year. If basketball had a first pitch tonight before the Clippers Wolves game, Gerson should throw it. Yeah, except in retrospect. Taking D'Angelo Russell for thirty-three million dollars is uh, is a, you look at his stats. This is not. He might be the most overpaid guy in the league. <laughs> he is not a thirty-three million dollar basketball player. And you gave up a number one for him. That's yeah. You that, know, I'm not a Wiggy fan, but but to uh, to give him away to to pay that much of a and the ransom for. Russell is how much money you got to pay him. I think he's ba- they're making the same basically. By the way, I found out something yesterday looking at Wiggy and looking at D'Angelo. They were born on the same day, a year apart, but oh, February 23rd. Really? These two disappointments of life, February 23rd. Interesting. I don't know. I think the whole game tonight and the postseason goes down to Russell. If he goes out and shoots four for fifteen, you you don't have a chance. He's got to make some shots. And Finch, oh, yeah. Finch said that yesterday in the press. I said, "What's you know what? Some about X factor or something?" He said, uh, "Making tough shots." He said, "That's what's uh-huh. what's he do for you?" He says, "He can make tough shots when he's when he's, when he's on. Good. Yeah, when he's good. When he's not, he can yes because because the playoffs is about making tough shots, uh-huh. and Paul George will make tough shots." My other question about D'Lo is this. If he's not making tough shots, can he still help you and not continue to shoot? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because there are times he will continue to shoot despite the fact he's not hitting the broadside of a barn. I, I, you know, I'm not big in analytics, and I cannot give you the breakdown on everything. I got to go with old, old numbers, right? I looked it up, and when he shoots 40%, which is not that good, mm-hmm. you know, but he's making tough shots. Uh, they're 27 a night. 20, and and then there's another 17 games he didn't play, 
I think seven. I think he played six. No, 15 games he didn't play. Okay. So 27-9 and 15-51. And there are how many games over 500? 31? So they're like, 10, right? they're like in those other yep. 30 games when he shoots under 30, they're eight or nine games under 500. So he's he's got to make, you know, I, I don't know. He's The funny thing is uh, there was about a month when I said, I remember telling you guys, he's better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Now he's worse than I thought. Well, he he's, came on. He got off to a bad start. Yeah, came back and played really well, and yeah. then went back. Yeah, I think he, I think he drifts. I think he drifts mentally. Well, the I whole, mean, is emotionally is is I think his involvement drifts. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That that whole thing. It, it was the game here. I forget which game when he just decided to basically not participate in the timeout huddle. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. sat when there. Was that? I was at that game. It's probably three weeks ago. Yeah, that was, oh, and then he had some excuse. He told everybody. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was like I was I I wasn't into it, so I didn't want to participate. You know was, who he is? No, without quite as much ability, Gabarik. Oh, he's Gabarik. Yeah, without yeah. as much ability. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, okay, where you been for the last fifteen games? You know, you were the you were the sole reason they went to this the. Western Conference Finals one year, and then when you were 19 or something, 20, and then uh, he was I Turkey wonder, of the Year once, you know. Gabrick? He was oh, Turkey of the Year once. poor Jacques up the wall. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Jacques saw all that talent. Yes. And yes. Marianne, as he called yes, him, did Marianne. not utilize that no, talent. No, that's, that's who this guy is. But Gabrick was, talent-wise, was, although the Russians better than him. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's and, not and not only for not only for effort, but for talent. Yes, because he's. I think he's more imposing. Gabrick was a big guy, but this guy's got that. He's got the big butt. Bulldog body. He's got yes. the big butt. He can reverse hit you, but this guy also does a lot more. Gabrick had. Gabrick was very interested in very few things. Has anybody said, "Hey, uh, Kirill, what do you think of Putin?" I don't think they're. I, I don't, don't think, think the beat any, people are allowed to. I Pat. don't think that anybody asked them that question. No. I don't think the beat people. I think they might be. Um, they're cut off if they uh, were to yeah, do that. Yeah, I think they'd be told we're not going to be answering that question. I know, but it would. I mean, you could. Yeah, you could ask it. But I mean, has anyone tried? I don't know about that. I, it's probably. I have not, no idea. It's probably not worth the risk because you. You know, yeah. they might say, "Okay, you're you're banned from being in Kaprizov's press conferences." Krill might say, "Hey, I love the guy. What are you talking yeah, about? My yeah, family's right. over there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's not, but but you know, I'll admit the uh, Ruskies are in a predicament. Panera, Panarin of the Rangers is the only guy that's come out and criticized him, la- uh, Putin, last year, and th- and then he didn't play for like he took like three weeks off. So really, maybe mom trying to get mom and dad and the siblings out of the country. Yeah, or so I think you're uh, I think you're best off if you just say, yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's an unfortunate but, uh, set of circumstances. I I play I, hockey. I, I'm wondering if they're making a playoff run. If uh, that question might appear from oh some if, guy from the Times or something. Oh, if like they that. play the right yeah team, yeah, I would yeah. do it for sure. Yeah, somebody will throw that. That's out like there. like when when uh, Favre was preparing to play the Jets here in mm-hmm. October 2010. Yes. The Yankees were here for the playoff series, and everyone from the post drove to Winter Park to ask Favre about ask the pictures. Because <laughs> it had come out in dead spin. Yes. The post couldn't wait to get over there. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah, that's what – I don't know how much the post covers hockey these days, but uh, – They cover quite a bit, actually. What is he uh, – uh, how's his English? Um, Does he? According to Ryan Suter, it's way better than he lets on with us. Okay, that like all like yes. most of them then. Yeah. So what? When he's interviewed, what had the interpreter? He, really? They then. In fact, they they call they the call interpreter. They call him on the cell phone. Uh, Kaprizov answers the question, and the interpreter then they put the cell phone up to the microphone where he tells you what what Kaprizov said or what they want you to think Kaprizov said. Knowing he was coming for the to this country for like. Four years, yeah. You got you know that he's, yeah. You know when he when he goes to a restaurant, he's not having an interpret. He's not pointing at the menu. I guess. I, don't think. I guess Malkin of the Penguins did this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Can't <laughs> speak right? the language. They're like, well, there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of 
Hispanic guys in baseball that are this. They know what you're saying, but they Gary still Sanchez wait. ain't. Yeah, he's he's he uh, waits for the interpreter. Waits for the interpreter to come in. His bats have been a little better than I thought. He doesn't. Yeah, he looks good. He doesn't swing wildly as wildly as our uh, first baseman does. Oh my God! Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought. I think the New York thing got to him. Oh sure, badly. It seems like he's a outgoing personal guy who just got the crap beat out of him when became a villain. You know? Yes, but. I I think these guys did take him thinking they would move him, and now, you know, might as well keep him. You know, Jeffers is now no day at the beach as a catcher either. No. He's okay, but People he's think he's a great framer. He's not a great framer. Wait, okay. Take that framing, and it's the fact that you choose your catcher based on one and a half pitches a game – the best framers get you one and a but, half strikes a game. It's a, such a bunch of crap. It's unbelievable. We didn't track it at the time, too, Pat. But here's the thing. The guys that are good framers were around for Bob Boone. Yeah. Bob Boone was great. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because he'd catch the ball and he'd hold it yes. and let you see that that yes. was a strike. Or Jeff, he'd, or he'd slightly not move, move the globe. Yeah, but, but, but Jeffers, I'm watching him on TV on Saturday, and he is literally taking every outside pitch. And jerking the SOB yeah, into right. the middle. Yeah. It's not down the middle. Yeah. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, if you're going to do that, you got to make it look like it was on the edge. Because the umpire is not so stupid that he thinks a pitch four inches off was down the middle. If so. I'm the umpire, I tell a guy like Jeffers, you move that glove, it's a ball. Mm-hmm. And and I'll go tell the pitcher that. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh. I'm not going to miss framing when they go to the uh, electronic strike zone. I like my idea. You got to squat again. None yeah. of this one knee crap. No. I mean, no. This, no. And they got, they got, you know, Sanchez Six. had our guy, yeah, Swanson, who, who couldn't fix him, supposedly. So he's got him doing that same damn thing. He's, he's on one knee every time. He's a time. big lug of a guy. He should be sitting there like a catcher, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Plus, the reason you do that is to get the ball down. They don't want the ball down anymore. They want the ball up, right? Yes. You know, the, the hitters want the ball down. They hit home runs. Right. The, you know, the old thing was the ball up, you hit for home runs. Right. Well, only if it's a hanging breaking ball. The fastball up here, unless it's 91 or something, yep. is that's where they, they want the ball up. So it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And it really, if you're a marginal catcher like Jeffers and and Sanchez, it makes the job too much too, too much harder than it has to Correct. be. Correct. You know? Yes. That's the thing about it is they all think they're Johnny Bench now. Mm-hmm. Like just catch the ball, hold the ball. If there's a strike, it's a strike. And it, it doesn't seem to me that there's as many – Defensive catchers right now. Some seems the teams are now they don't have to have the one guy the the second catcher who hits one forty five, which is you know? which is really weird because it feels They're like all, the premium though is on can you are yes. you good defensively? But then you're right. More and more we're, we're getting more, the Sanchez's. They want somebody to hit. Yeah, they want somebody to hit. So, and I mean Jeffers is somebody who's very connected with the Twins. And this is hearsay, secondhand. Told me the pitchers hate throwing Jeffers. Really, a lot of them do. Yeah, they're not. They don't think. He's, Interesting. I think maybe because the glove is moving around too much. Well, they something. didn't. They didn't have Sanchez on Saturday catch Gray because between, too much movement. Well, and and when they, were terrible they played together. together with the Yankees, it was awful. Their mm-hmm. ER, the combined ER, you know, the ERA was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Well, That's interesting about Jeffers. And the other thing is, great excuse for pitchers, right? Now, guy can't, you know, he's can't catch her, you know, he can't catch me. That's it's not my great fault. Ex- it's not my fault. Yeah, it's a uh, great excuse. So, uh, it's but it's uh, it is interesting. I mean, when's the last time? When's the last time? Who were you catching? Garver and Jeffers, Jeffers last, last year. year. Yeah, Jeffers wasn't there all season though, right? Was no, yeah, he, he came was up there. The, he came up at the end of the the mini, previ- the mini yeah season. the previous season yeah. twenty. 
Yeah, so he was there. He was there all that. Because it was Avila, right? Yeah. In 20, and Garver? Everybody misses Alex Avila, man. That was a guy who was a quote machine. He's in media now, I think. I think he's I doing some. See, I can see him doing that. Yeah, I think he's doing MLB Network or something Sizzle, like that. Is his, uh, his father is still survived as the he's boss still in of the Detroit. Dodgers. Yeah. No, Detroit. He's still the I GM mean, Detroit. in Detroit. It's Excuse a damnedest thing. About? Yeah, and it, I was there when Gardy, when he hired Gardy, I drove up to Lakeland. Uh, first day of workouts, I think. And... I was talking to a really nice guy, Al Avila, but he was talking about analytics that we have all this stuff now, right? All these, all these, all these, there were really into analytics. He had as much idea as me. He had no idea what it was, but he heard about it. Right. And then he had Gardy who'd heard about it. Yep. And it was, that, that was the great story that they had the, uh, what's the rap soda machine? Uh, out in center field on a on a platform out in center field, they had one to uh, and two two rednecks in a truck came, climbed it up, took it, drove off. <laughs> they had no security there. Two guys came, loaded oh, the truck. And two hillbillies up there, Lakeland, Lakeland man. Oh, oh yeah, Lakeland. That's, Lakeland's a that's a redneck town. I've been there. Yeah. I went to one game there. That was old school spring training. Yes, it was. Joker marching to field. Yes, that was a that was a relic. What I remember Tinker about Lakeland, I mean, when I was covering the Twins in seventies, we played them ten times a year. You know, we were in Lakeland five times, Winter Haven five Winter, times. Red Sox. And, uh, yes, and uh, you know, uh, you you went to the same places all the time. Al Lang, we'd get up there, but only about two, three times. Okay. But uh, was a, but uh, stadium, you know the. The ones in Central Florida, there you were, you played them all the time. We also played Coco a lot, Houston, which was a hole of all time. That was the one where the kids they would get kids, local kids, in the morning when the dew was still on the grass to come out and chase the snakes back under the fence into the woods, into the really into the trees. You're kidding? No, they got they got come out and beat the the in case there were any snakes out there because it was it was in the middle of a you know, you think of Coco and, right. uh, and uh, the beach, on the beach. The beaches of Coco. I dream of Genie. Yeah. You know, you drink of Coco. This Coco and Coco Beach have nothing in common. Coco is a whole. So it's of a jungle, time. basically. It's a jungle. And the field, the ballpark was crap. Uh, and then, who was the man? Bill Verdon, I think, was managing yeah. the Astros. And he and Mock. Yeah. Mock would get over there, and they'd play nine innings, and then they'd decide they had a couple of pitchers who needed more work, and they'd play 12 innings. He'd be over there. God almighty, Gene, you'd be saying, Gene, I need a couple of quotes. God darn it. <laughs> and then you had to drive oh. back. It was like two hours. And back. you know what? There there were none of back then boardwalks. There were no outfield. No, uh, no. The 70s no, spring no, training no, had no, no outfield boardwalks with uh, yeah, with my ties. And you right never field. got to stink, uh, tinker the stinker, did you? Oh yeah, did, were two, you there twice? Is that right? I, I was there. I was there a few times, two years in a row. Oh, I loved it. It was great. Great seats. There was no such thing as a bad seat because there was only held. What, what do you think? Twelve hundred, maybe. Of, yeah, because the football the stadium was right behind in right field, so and there, there were no had, outfield there. They had the bleachers there. down the the ramshackle yeah. oh, bleachers God, yeah, those, down the down the line, which looked but, like they were going to fall but apart. But the grandstand couldn't have held over twelve hundred people. No, you know, right, a thousand maybe. gold seats, right? Gold, like gold colored seats. Do I remember that? Yeah, that's where you could you had to watch yourself if you were making too much fun of people in the press box because they could hear it at home plate. There was. There'd be 200 yeah. people at the game, you know, unless it was the Red Sox or the Yankees. Nobody went back then. No. Nobody flew to Florida. Yeah. Well, it probably cost a lot in the 70s. Oh, yeah. It was, when did we uh, deregulate the— Reagan uh, did that in early, early 80s, 80s, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Before then, flying. In fact, like I, I was at a Twins—I think Twins-Pirates game— when when they came on the speaker system and announced that, that Reagan had been shot. Oh, really? And they just said, can I have your attention, please? The right. president of the United States has been shot. <laughs> then, was it panic? Then, no, no one knew. They're like, what the hell? But I mean, there they was didn't no, give you any update. There was no he, social media back yeah. then. Right, right. 
They just came on and said he's been shot. I was, uh... And who has your lights on? Please come and turn them off. I was exactly. covering. I was exactly. covering the uh, NCAA. My first NCAA title game. Oh, North Carolina, uh, Indiana, and was it North Carolina? In Philadelphia, who they play? Uh, Bobby won. It was it. Indiana. I know Bobby that. won it. Louisville, and uh, was it Louisville? I don't think, I don't was think it Denny so. Chrome? I can't remember. Might have been. I'll find it. But I can't remember. Great thing about the internet. And. Uh, and we, you know, the game has been delayed. Yeah. Uh, by uh, and then we, it was they started like at maybe seven thirty Eastern then back then, and then uh, we got delayed about as soon as the other networks started using regular programming because he was out of trouble. You know. Yep. He wasn't gonna. You know, he was. He was. He was gonna make it through the evening. Boom! Right away, we went to the basketball game. So. I okay. think that year we still had a third place game too. Oh God, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. I think we still had a third. Place Hockey game. kept a third place game forever. It was the most ridiculous. Well, the idea was that uh, the fans you didn't want the fan, the fans of that team yeah. to leave because they didn't know if they could sell it out. Okay, yeah, North Carolina eighty. When did Reagan get shot? Eighty two or eighty? No, eighty or eighty one. I'm looking right 81, now. Eighty one, I think. Eighty one. I'm looking right now at the. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, 1981, Indiana, yep, 63, North Carolina, 50. The year before, in 80, Louisville beat UCLA. Okay. But that was at Market Square Arena. Yes. But this is back when this we used to play. This was in the, uh, in the uh, spectrum, right? Spectrum. Yeah. yeah. This is before this, we. Before we went to. Uh, Dome stadiums. Dome stadiums, yes. But that was uh, Bobby's, Was that wasn't, was that Isaiah? Was that yeah, Isaiah? Yeah, was that, that was Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah, that, that was Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah, because Keith Smart was his last one. That was Syracuse. Keith Smart was his last. Eighty-seven, one. right? Yeah, that was a sad day, man. What's I was that? rooting for Syracuse. Oh, anybody to beat Bobby? That Although, was a hell of a you shot. know, I didn't, uh, I didn't root as hard against Bobby. As I rooted you? against him, but I didn't Not root like, as hard against him as I did Shashevsky. I don't know that you've ever hated a coach as much as I've <laughs> no, seen I, you It's hate. the whole concept. No, I know. I, I, it's just, uh, but your hatred's very, very large. <laughs> yes, yes. I, 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 I feel like Knight word. was more to agitate Sid. <laughs> yes, it was. In fact, one of my grand achievements as a columnist was uh, three years in a row uh, – I was still in St. Paul, I believe, because I couldn't have gotten away with this in Minneapolis. I, no, maybe I was in Minneapolis. Bobby came to town, and I wrote a column. My advanced column was about the great Indiana basketball program and how the great history of it and what it means, and never mentioned Bobby's name in, in three three columns. And Bobby could have given a damn less, but it drove Sid right. insane. And I think finally somebody says to me, okay, that's the legal limit three years in a row. Three's pretty good. <laughs> three, you get to get away with it, three. Because when, uh, when 41 Donut, you know, I wrote a three-month anniversary of 41 Donut, you know. And then I wrote a six-month anniversary. And I, who was boss then? Uh, was Arnie still there? No. That, no, not couldn't have been, Arnie. That was been. that the College of Coaches? No, Glenn, uh, Glenn was there by then. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Glenn came in 90. Glenn was there. Not Glenn, the College of Coaches. And Glenn said, okay, that's enough. Because I was going to, I said, I don't think I can do a nine month. Cause it's not, but I, I'll do an I'll do it one year. And he said, no, you won't. That's enough. And we're at what now, 20? Uh, <laughs> yeah, when did we? Might uh, be time to bring we, it back. We didn't, uh, we didn't celebrate enough though, right? Oh, oh one season, right? Oh no! Oh one, two thousand season. It was in oh one, so we missed the anniversary. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the hell it was a conference title game. Yes. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, debacle. We were two and a Vikings were two point favorites on the road. That was two very average teams. Oh, they were, and it should have been close. Yeah, it, well, Sid was so Denny, and I don't think Sid was making this up because I heard it from other people. He'd never seen Denny or a coach as confident as Denny was that they were going to kick the crap out of the Giants and uh, might have gotten out coached. Well, they claim they cheated. That, oh, that was yeah, my that favorite. Was, they were stealing our That was Marty York from Toronto. Oh, that's right. Marty or York from Toronto. And Marty. 
That's right. Marty was a Canadian legend for creating scoops. Creating I scoops. forgot about Marty York. That's you right. have a little hint of something, and Marty would uh, Marty would create these. Marty's still alive. I had a, I don't know, but I had a lot of Canadian buddies who who were not fans of Marty because he created all this BS and would get people to you know the, hey did you see what Marty wrote <laughs> you know. The Toronto Papers are sneaky controversial, or at oh, least yeah. they. Well, they were the really, Leaf stuff. They're great with. They love to stir up the Leaf stuff. They were, uh, you know, I don't know how they're still doing now, but there were three that were really competitive back: the Sun, the Star, and the um, Globe and Mail. They yep. had three dailies, and the Globe and Mail was kind of like the New York Times. Yes, yeah, uh, it was kind of straight, and then the uh, other two would just battle it out. So. I had a lot of buddies on that uh, up there in Canada. I, I love those guys. Mm-hmm. The, but it, it, it was always funny to cover the Olympics with them because anybody from Canada was the home team. Even if you're oh, they in took Toronto. It, they took the I whole mean, thing. Yeah. It was like yes. us. It was like us with Bemidji. If they were in Vancouver, right. they were like Bemidji. They took the country. <laughs> they were like Bemidji. They took the whole country. Yep. Yeah. I feel like that's a very Canadian thing. Yes, it is. It's, it's They're very proud if you're just from Canada. Yes. You don't have to be from their province. I mean, they have their rivalries in grave football and stuff like that. But, yes, if it's uh, if a Canadian athlete, uh, like when Mike Weir won the Masters, yep. that was for the entire country of Canada. Yep. So it's, it's, it's like a huge state. So like Montreal takes it, Toronto mm-hmm. takes it, Vancouver takes it. And even with the... Feud between the Quebecies, O's, uh, whatever they call themselves, the French separatists, yes, and the and the uh, you know the the rest of the country. When one of the Frenchmen does something and he's Canadian in the Olympics, we're all in. You know, we're they've all... been threatening to break off since I was a kid. Yeah, well, they had a vote. They had a vote. What? I remember. Right? Remember the big vote? Yes, yeah, that was. Uh, they were gonna. Um, they were gonna break off. So that would. Uh, but yeah, Canadian. That's and and you know the other thing that Canadian papers do at least Toronto. Uh, international sports are big on mm-hmm. international. You know, they're sports. definitely into different sports than yeah, we they're are. They're not. They're not. You know, curling. They, we, curling we, is. We huge have our own there. Grand Slams and Masters right. and stuff. But they. Yep. But stuff going on in Europe, like cricket. Yes. Know, they're big on cricket. Whether the Pakistanis or beat the Australians in cricket. It's the old colony Euro English thing. That, yes. uh, you know they're they're still somewhat united with the the other countries. That curling are colony. there is huge. It's on all the time. Like yeah. they show curling. Well, we've gotten into it since uh, Schuster, and then and we've gotten into it about. You know, it was never in the Olympics until uh, Calgary. Uh, And I think it was an exhibition. Sure. Because I remember sitting in the room, Mm -hmm. in the press room late at night after writing something and went in to see what was on TV in the room. And there was a bunch of Japanese reporters in there. And the curling was on and they were laughing their arses off. They thought it was the funniest thing ever heard. Well, it is pretty funny to watch. I mean. So uh, I I said this the other day, but. But. uh, Bob Verde, you know, the great Bob Verde. Uh, did I mention this the other day that uh, uh, Tim Sullivan, who's now writing in Louisville, was in Cincinnati for years as a columnist there. And I was talking to him. He was here covering Louisville in a women's tournament. And I was talking to him about, we were talking to him about uh, Verde's lead. Verde was the greatest lead writer and he was just fantastic. And my favorite was... The Bears have not defeated. The Bears did not defeat a good team this season. In did not beat a good team this season, including the games in which they beat themselves. You know, was his lead. He gave me a better one from the way back the '84 Olympics. We have, uh, we have met the enemy, and it's synchronized swimming. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's when we were first exposed to synchronized swimming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. The great uh, SNL Martin Short yeah, skit. Right, yeah. One of the great skits of all time. We have, uh, we have met the enemy, and it's synchronized. The swimming. last I heard, he was uh, the Blackhawks historian, right? Yes, the Blackhawks historian, yeah. That's I a would, good job. That's my last. That, that's that the job I want. I want to be somebody's be historian. I don't care. I want to be somebody's historian. I said this the other day. That I was listening to Tommy Hamilton do a couple of innings uh, for the Indians, for the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. I don't. He's the best. He's the best. Yep. I love him. Maybe just to get him on the show once in a while. He did two innings, had 40 Guardians and not a Tribe. It was an amazing performance. How can you do a team for 30 years? And his he always called them the tribe, right, when right. they did stuff. How could you get the Guardians 30 straight times? I he mean, must have it. I wonder if he must have it like Al Shaver yes. used to have. Keep the score. Guardians. Yes. I, gotta, I can't wait to see him to ask him because I. He must have it, you know. Yeah. Thumbtacked right in front yeah, of his face. right. So he can't. He's got to look under it. The problem with Guardians is you can't really shorten it. I heard him called the guards on their uh, telecast the other day. They're calling them the guards, oh, okay. at least in the, the All guard. right, I guess. Win for the guards. The commanders is going to be much tougher. The com you can't use commies. commies. You can't use commies. Newspaper he headlines is what I'm thinking, oh, right? Because you got uh, the newspaper headlines. Uh, headline. Washington the and command. The going to have to call them the C's or something, right? You're going to have to. <laughs> I mean, you aren't you? I don't know, yeah. You can't write out commanders. No, commanders is too much of a head count. Yes, Oh, God, yes. Takes up too much space. Mm -hmm. Stu Gotts didn't even know they were the Guardians up until uh, a day ago, according to the Dan Levitard show. <laughs> Stu had no idea. Of course so, he didn't. Stu yeah, Gotts had God no idea. Stu, I don't get to hear him anymore. Where do you hear him? On his podcast. They have a podcast now. Everything's yeah, just like on us. the podcast. They're like us. Get yeah. him back, on, no, no, get him back gotta... on ESPN. Oh, God, Pat. He did his weekend observations today, and it was uh, the five best Small regional airports because he flew out yeah. of Augusta. Okay, so I think he had, so he had Augusta Stugatz? on there. Stugatz. Okay, Augusta was on there. West Palm Beach, Florida was on there. Albany, New York was on there. Uh, I've been there. I believe <laughs> uh, 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 Long Beach, California was on there. Yeah, Long Beach is a good airport. Yeah. And there was one more in New York. He had yeah. Albany and another New York one, but he had a whole list of his of his five favorite observations in his airports. I'd be down listening. I'd be down with the grandkids, right? And visiting every winter. And I'd listen to Levitard every day uh, when I was in the car. Oh, yeah. That's great. And he'd, he would do yeah. an extra hour. In Florida. Local. Yep, the local hour. Yep. It, it was an amazing show because I always wanted to be able to just take a break. Uh -huh. You know, but... You could never break the habit of we'll be back with. Right. You know, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You could, I could never break that habit. And he would just, they'd be gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they'd be gone. You know, fire the break. They'd, he'd have something great at the end, and then it'd be gone. Yes. And they'd come back, and they might pick it up. Or, they you know, they might pick it up like it was in the middle of the conversation. That's why they're making millions of dollars for a podcast now. Yeah. It's oh the big number, huge numbers. They got paid huge by DraftKings. Oh, huge and numbers, So that's yeah. their big sponsor. Yeah, that's, that's their like big the, presenting that, sponsor for their show. How yeah. much he doing? A couple hours? Oh, they do. Um, I think they, they do, do about three or four. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and they do similar things where they have the local hour and they have you know kind of bonus shows built in. I mean, there's seven you know producers on that show. The, the genius hour. of Levitard is creating Stugatz. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have to John Wiener. Created. I mean, Joe, to a smaller degree, created Rookie, right? right? I mean, we kind of created Rookie, but Joe created Rookie. You need that. The big blunder that that Bernard made was he got rid of his Stu Gatz. Terry Michelle, Train. Terry Train, yeah. yeah. He got rid of Stu Gatz. She was the, she was the Stu Gatz of Minnesota. She was yeah. great. Yeah. She was Marginally ditzy, but not completely. Perfect, you know? foil. perfect foil. Yeah, yeah that, perfect that's what you mean. Perfect foil. foil. Yeah, you need the perfect foil, and uh, and Stu Gotts is you know perfectly willing to make two million a year. Well, yeah, he's made brilliant. fun of me being made fun of at all times, right? He's brilliant. He's... Isn't part of his shtick what he doesn't know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he knows yeah. nothing about sports and likes that. Yeah, he but he, he knows does... way more about sports than he lets on. Right. Yeah. But he gets. 
take it. I'm flown out to Vegas to appear at events and stuff like that. He's, I mean, he's making Genius. it is, but I miss him on the air in the morning, man. I, you know, it's, I, Much like Mackie and Judd, like like you missed that nine to I one, do well. I do. I I'm, nine I, uh, having participated in, in the morning. I sometimes forget you're on at five to six. That's <laughs> that's okay. All right, you got anything else for us? Uh, yeah, win the game tonight. We we don't want to hear all this unnecessary wolves bashing if you lose tonight. All right. I'll probably participate in the bashing, but we we don't need it. We don't need it. Let's let's have a good feeling about this season, right? Yes. By the way, one thing we try to remember is how much more enthusiasm there is for this team than Tibbs's team. Yep. They had eighteen or nineteen sellouts that year. Yes. And I mean they drew like hell that year. Yep. So yeah, it it became very clear the following training camp that it hadn't worked out as well as we no, hoped. No, um, you know. Uh, let's face it, the, the the worst thing Wiggy ever did to this franchise was accept that big contract yeah. because then that meant they couldn't give it to Jimmy. Yep, So because he looked anyway. Glenn in the eye and told him he was going to work hard. Yeah, and uh, you know the thing about him, he's very popular over there with people because he was harmless. Yeah. He didn't create any, okay, fine, you know. No, he was fine. No. <laughs> he was fine. So. Harmless is correct. All, All right. right. If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 1. She was a city girl, but always somewhere else in her head. Somewhere where bison roam, rivers flow, and people get their hiking boots dirty. Like, actually dirty. So one day she fled west and discovered this place of beauty, history, and a delicious taste of adventure. But before she knew it, she was driving away with memories to share and the hopes of returning. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.